Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of the Relentless Podcast. I'm your host, Kyle Dubay, and today is a recap of season three. So it's just me, no guests. I apologize right up the front, right off the hop here that there's nobody joining me, but we're gonna do a quick recap. Take a quick listen. If any of these guests pique your interest, then you can go back. And, and we really hope that you do listen. And, and you know what? I think you're supposed to rate us as well. If you think this podcast is awesome, give us a rating because I think that helps somehow, some way. I don't know what I'm talking about. Anyways, listen, season three started in a really cool way. We're trying now on the podcast to bring some You Can Youth Services people on so that they can talk about the incredible work that we do and so that we can really share with you some of the things that are happening over at this organization that I'm very honored to be a part of. So our first guest was Sebastian Barrera and Sebastian's worked with us for almost five years. And this guy has an incredible, incredible story. Uh, immigrant to Canada, has done some phenomenal work with young people, and, and he, it's just a beautiful story. And he's also uh, got some awesome, awesome stories in regards to his youth work and being relentless with our organization. I was thrilled to have Sebastian on, which is really cool. I'm going to do my very best not to butcher this guy's name, uh, who came on next. Yeah, but I've got a feeling I'm going to butcher it, even though I've practiced. We had, we had a guy come on. He was out of Vancouver. Guy Felicella. I actually think I said it right. And Guy came on. Guy's story is, I, I saw this guy on Twitter, um, and I, I reached out to him because I thought he would be such a compelling guest, and he was. Uh, homeless uh, for 30 years in Vancouver, East Hastings dealt with extreme addictions and you got to listen to the pod. He talks about how he got cleaned up. He talks about how uh, he almost died multiple times and now he is an advocate um, for, for people who are homeless and for people who are addicted and it's everything from treatment to, to safe injection sites. This guy was awesome. I just love talking to him. Really cool guy. Um, the next episode, to be honest with you, I kind of fanboyed out on this one. Jack Michaels, who is the Edmonton Oilers play-by-play -play, uh, on the TV and a little bit on the radio. And Jack was so fun to talk to. Uh, American-born, had some great stories of his career. Uh, and Jack, I think I can talk. Jack can talk and talk. And it was so good to, to, to talk to this guy. Um, really enjoyed my time with him. And, and if you're an Oilers fan or a hockey fan or a sports broadcasting fan, go listen to Jack. It was really cool. We then had a, a, a local business guy named Dan Holman. And Dan is, is just such a positive, positive guy. Um, had a podcast for a long time too called The Wealthy Retailer. And he does a lot of work um, in, in the retail space. His company is called Canadian Retail Solutions. And just very interesting to, to get his take on business and, and engaging people through retail. And what does that look like? And it's everything from, from a small kind of community mom, mom and pop shop to huge box stores. And he works with everybody. Um, really fun guy, really good guy. We had some good laughs as well. I was excited to have the next guest on, uh, Myrna Khan. 
And Myrna is the executive director of the Edmonton Oilers Community Foundation. And we had a great conversation about what the foundation does and about her history as far as getting there as a job. She, At the time of the interview, she'd been there for, I think, just over a year. And it was just a cool conversation. She's a lot of fun. She's a smart, smart person. And we have a connection uh, to McLennan, Alberta. Look it up. Google it. It's a very small place, but we had some fun talking about that. But it was great to have Myrna on here and um, really enjoyed my time with her. The next guest is a guy who is becoming really heavily involved in UCAN Youth Services as a, as a supporter. Um, one, because he believes in the cause, he believes in what we're doing, but another reason why is because he does see the value of, of potentially helping us get young people jobs. Uh, Harpreet Singh, who is the owner of Amrick Developments, they're land developers, um, based here in Edmonton, but they, they do work, uh, farther than Edmonton and Harp, as, as we, as he goes by, um, has a really compelling story of how he had to be relentless um, because of the fact that like his life growing up and, and then also um, starting business and losing his business and, and how he had to turn that around and, and Amrick developments is hugely successful and uh, really inspiring story and just a fun guy, a really good guy. Now we went on to episode seven where we had another UCANner, as I like to call them. Come on. We had one of our, uh, relentless facilitator slash youth workers uh, that who works for UCAN Youth Services, Darnell Whitaker. And Darnell is just a good guy. He's worked with us for years. He has this incredibly gentle and empathetic spirit about him that, that allows him to build relationships with young people in a unique way. Yet he has expectations on them to push themselves to move forward. And Darnell is just a He's just a really good human being. And so we learned about him. We learned about his career, but then we really learned a lot about his philosophies and, and how he does the youth work that he does, which is pretty cool. Episode eight, we had uh, in the real estate world in this city anyways, uh, a bit of a legend um, in, in the commercial real estate for sure. Corey Wozniak came on. And Corey was an interesting conversation as he talked to us about real estate and, and, you know, the different trends and, and the things that are happening. But he really did talk about the relentlessness of, of being a realtor and what that looks like in business development and, uh, and, and his journey. He's with Avis and Young and, and he was hugely, hugely, um, involved in the ice district, uh, as, and still is as it continues to develop. So we really enjoy talking to Corey. He's a, he's a, he's, he's a good guest and, and a good interview and, um, really, really smart guy. Episode nine was very informative and, and very fun for me because I feel cool that I know this guest, uh, the Edmonton chief of police, Dale McPhee. And the reason I feel cool is because not everyone has the police chief's number on their cell phone. And, and I do, and I can call Dale and, uh, he's just a, he's just a fun, good guy, smart guy. And we, it was very informative. We had some incredible conversation around this community of Edmonton and, and policing and, and some safety. And, but we also talked about him and where he comes from. We had some good laughs. He has a big thunderous laugh, which I love. And, um, I just 
thoroughly enjoy. I, I really like Dale. And so it was good to have him on here. And, uh, and we really, really had fun with that. Episode 10, um, truthfully, was one of my funnest episodes I've ever done. We had Darren Hagen come on. And Darren is, um, oh, no, I'm sorry. It's not Darren Hagen. It's Darren Hagen. It's Darren Hagen. Gosh, I butchered it. Um, Darren Hagen is is self-proclaimed and, and, and known as probably the first drag queen in Edmonton. Back, it started in the, in the late 70s, into the 80s. Has an incredible story um, of resiliency growing up in the, in the, the 70s and, and into the 80s. Um, and he has energy and he is funny and he is, is just this presence to be around that I thoroughly enjoyed. I love spending time with Darren. He made me laugh really hard. And I think there was even a couple emotional points in that, in that episode, which were, which were good. Episode 11 might be if it's not my favorite episode we've ever done, it's, it's definitely in, uh, up there. But we had Lisa. Lisa is a past participant uh, in one of our programs at UCAN Youth Services. She was very nervous to come on, um, but she was willing to tell her story or a bit of her story and talk about her journey, which led her to UCAN Youth Services, talk about what UCAN did for her, uh, mostly what she did for herself. Uh, as she, when she was at UCAN and what she's doing now. And I, I really loved having her on and um, she's just a success story. And she's a very resilient young person who works so, so hard. And um, yeah, I was just so proud that she, that she came on episode 12. We had some Edmonton police service officers um, and we talked all about community collaboration and, and, the relentless program that we're involved with, with, uh, with the police. And so we had Terrence, I'm going to make sure I try to get these names down. Terrence Ketchison, uh, Danny Franklin. And for some reason I struggle with Mark's last name and I don't know why, cause I don't think anybody else does, but it's Mark Bourgeois. I think Bourgeois, I, I think Mark, listen, he retired. It doesn't matter. He's not listening to this, but these guys came on. They were, they were fun. They were informative. They talked about the importance of policing and community uh, coming together like we do with them in our Relentless program, talking about the importance of building relationships with, with high, high-risk young people and the importance of, of police having a presence in their lives that are, it's not just about suppression. Um, that is a part of it. They do have to arrest these young people sometimes, but it is about building those relationships and and hopefully having some positive influence in their lives. Episode 13 was right before the holidays, and we had the Carrie Doll takeover. Yep. Yep. She's my sister from another mister. Uh, that means our moms would be the same, and they're not. But anyways, Carrie and I are very close, and she's kind of like a sister to me. And we just have good banter. And we talked about a lot of things on that episode, um, including how to leave a proper voicemail for people to hear on your phones, which was quite funny. And then we talked about the holidays and, and maybe changing different things up and how it's difficult on some people to go through the holidays. And I love when Carrie comes on. We're actually going to do some more Carrie doll takeovers, I think. Um, she's just a blast. She's smart. She's funny. And she's a, she, when she takes over, she, 
quasi hosts, which is nice for me. Kind of gives me a break. Episode 14, an absolute legend and somebody who I, I really look up to, Liz O'Neill, who is the executive director of Big Brothers, Big Sisters, um, Boys and Girls Clubs. But I actually think they go Boys and Girls Clubs, Big Brothers, Big Sisters. And Liz O'Neill has been an executive director of that organization in all of its different forms since 1979. It's incredible to me that this lady has been doing this now, this year, for 45 years. And I don't think she plans on slowing down. She just really feels that she has more to do. She feels that she, she still can contribute, and she can. She's innovative, she's smart, and she, she takes the past and, and her wisdom and her lessons from everything and sees the future and blends it all. And I just loved having Liz on. It was very inspiring for me, and she was very kind and generous with her words with me, and, and I loved it. Episode 15, we had another UCanner on, uh, Alana Lambert, not Lambert. It's Lambert. And Alana is one of our relentless youth outreach workers. And she works very, very hard with some of the highest risk young people in this community who get referred to us from the Edmonton Police Services. And Alana has quite a story herself. Um, she dealt with addictions. Uh, she, she had some criminal justice issues because of the addictions. And she talks about it very openly and very honestly. And it was one for me as, as one of my staff members, it was good for me to get to know her on that level, but I loved her vulnerability. I loved her, her willingness to be honest. And then to talk about how, how her lived experience helps with her work now. So I was thrilled that Alana came on and, and we're proud that she's one of our staff members. We then had Angus Watt. And if you are in the Edmonton area, or I guess maybe even capital area, maybe even Alberta, I don't know. You have probably heard of Angus Watt. He's a wealth management expert. And he's on global TV. He's been doing that for years where he talks about the stock market and he talks about the whatever all those things are. And, and um, nice guy, really nice guy, smart guy. We talk about how he got to where he got to as far as his success and, and being relentless. But then he talks a lot about philanthropy and, and the importance of community. And it was good to get to know Angus. He's a really nice guy. And uh, I felt like I had, I had a bit of a celebrity sitting with me because he's on global news all the time. Um, the next episode, episode 17, it was a really cool interview that we landed um, with Tanya Henderson. And Tanya was the first full-time CFL coach who is a woman in the history of the league. And she comes on and it's a very unique story because it's, it's not what I was expecting. I was really expecting this, this girl to come on and talk about how she's played football since she was four years old and she's been striving for this her whole life. And that's actually not the case. So you got to listen because her story of how she got into football uh, and the age that she got into football and where she is today, it's very cool, actually. And she's had to be relentless in many ways to continue doing what she's doing and and hopefully to progress even more and, and farther in her career. Um, so that, that was very, very cool. We then had somebody on, on episode 18 who was so fun 
and so delightful and so lovely. Those are the words that I would use to describe Catherine Vu, who is an entrepreneur who has a really interesting life story that I know after we put the podcast out, I saw a lot of comments and a lot of um, folks that didn't didn't know a lot of her life story coming from Vietnam. And it was, it was just fun. And she laughs and she's just, she, all those things I said about her, it was good to get to know Catherine and I'm excited for, for us to continue to build our relationship. Um, she's a person you want to be around. She brings light wherever she goes. And, and she brought a lot of light here, which I thought was cool. Episode 19 was what I'm going to call a very important episode and this is where I had the absolute honor uh, to share space with Heather Stuka. And Heather is the mother of Ryan Stuka, who disappeared um, February 17th, 2018, out in British Columbia. He was 20 years old. And if you are from this area, um, you will remember the story. And Ryan has never been found. Um, and Heather generously came on to talk about, uh, their journey, uh, as, as going through what, what she calls ambiguous grief, because they just still don't know what's happened to Ryan. And she and her husband are just, they're just beautiful people. And, um, I really appreciated her, her telling her story, but she really, has has uh and I mean she's six years into her journey and she has this positivity to her and, and I know grief and I know how hard it is on her, but she she works so hard at still trying to find some joy and happiness in her life and to try to give that to others. And again, it was an honor having Heather on. Um and it's important. It's important that we talk about Ryan and it's important that we we talk about um, families and and people, um, families of of those who have people that are are missing because it, it's 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 so important. So please take a listen to that episode. I, I really love talking to Heather. And episode twenty, um, the last episode of season three, we had Christine McCourt Reed, who is the YWCA Edmonton director of external relations. And you know what, Christine came on, uh, we wanted to talk about the YWCA. I, I think a lot of people know about the YMCA, but the YWCA doesn't get as much attention or love or, or play out there. And, and so she came on, explained all the programming that they do, um, which I thought was great, but she also talked about her life and her personal story of why she does what she does. She's absolutely addicted to volunteering and she talks about that and the reasons for it. Um, she talks about very significant loss that, that she has endured in her life and how she has had to be relentless to get through all of that as well as, um, in her career to get to where she is today. So I, 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 I just loved, I keep saying thoroughly, I guess that's my new word for this recap thoroughly, but I thoroughly enjoy talking to, to Christine and I, I encourage you to check it out. Folks, if you are loving this podcast, um, and I, and there are some of you that are, because I get messages from some of you. I want to thank you. I want to thank you for listening. 
I want to thank you for the encouragement that that you're giving us. We do this podcast for a few reasons. One, uh, uh, the, the whole concept of being relentless is is pretty awesome, and I believe we're bringing people on from a wide variety of of areas in life, talking about how they're relentless. and And I've been enjoying this so much, meeting new people, bringing people on that I know, having these incredible conversations. We also do this to hopefully garner a little bit of attention for UCAN Youth Services, which is the organization that I'm lucky enough to be the executive director of. And I encourage you to go check out our website, www.ucan.ca. That's Y-O-U-C-A-N.ca. Check out our programs. Check out the stuff we're doing with young people in the Edmonton area. We're very proud of the work that we do. We're very proud of our young people. And if you get anything out of this podcast um, and you get any value out of it, I would love for you to, to maybe give a little bit back to UCAN Youth Services. Um, we are looking for monthly donors. And truthfully, it's not that much. It's, uh, listen, we would, we'd love somebody to give us, you know, 100, 200, $5 million a month. But we're happy if people want to donate $25 a month. Uh, it's 87 cents a day. People are going to get sick of me saying this, but it's true. That's all it costs. And you need to know that's 300 bucks a year. $300 helps a young person um, get you know, work boots to go to work. It, it helps them get clothing so that they can feel professional when they show up to a job interview. It may help buy a young person some groceries. It may help buy a young person some supplies so that they can go back to school, plus much, much more. Um, so please consider donating to our, our charity. Of course, you get a tax receipt. We'd love for you to be able to be part of Team Relentless is what I like to call it. So I want to thank you for listening. Season four, we've got some awesome guests coming up. We've got some some that are already ready to go, and then we've got some incredible people lined up. I'm excited to uh, get these interviews going, and uh, we appreciate you listening so much. If you have any ideas um, for people who want to be on the, the podcast, we have an email now. Uh, and it's literally podcast at youcan.ca. So if you send an email to podcast at youcan.ca with some ideas or some feedback, we'd love to hear about it. So thanks, folks. And until next time, stay relentless. Stay relentless.